What's up, everybody? Welcome to Funeral Nation, episode 183. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. And this is the Funeral Profession's only weekly news show. Welcome back. Here we are. Yeah, it's great. I uh, literally got off the plane from being up in the Colorado area all week with my buddy Chuck Gallagher uh, and flew back in, poured me some Diet Dr. Pepper, lit a cigar, and fired this show up, man. Right. And this is a great show today. You're not going to want to miss our guest, Matt Bailey, because he's got a cause going on and we need to get behind him. You agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so uh, it's it's been great. Uh, that was a little bit out of my element where there was snow and cold. However, uh, Chuck and I spent quite a bit of time training funeral homes how to um, basically reduce their accounts receivables, increase their cash flow, and take the icky conversation out of how to ask for money. You know, we at CNJ, uh, it's interesting. We have folks on our phones every day helping families. And they are compassionate, wanting to help twofold, not only help your funeral home get paid, but also help the family so that they can ease that burden off their mind of how they're going to pay. So uh, if you're not using CNJ, you're wrong. And guess what? The funeral isn't over until you get paid. That's right. And you know what? CNJ is everywhere because I was just hanging out with your other travel partner this week up at the Holman House study group. Rob was there. And I uh, got to spend three days with Rob, a great, great study group, high-level thinkers, uh, and, and C&J was engulfed in that, that conversation the entire time. So you guys are moving shaking, man. Hey, yeah, Jamie was out. Uh, we flip-flopped. He came to Phoenix because he wanted uh, – he sent me up to Siberia, which I like <laughs> to thank you, sir. But he was here in Phoenix. He's got a 10 when I see him next week. We'll be in Louisiana together. You know, uh, the big topic right now is coronavirus. And uh, just from last week, the difference now is we're starting to see some deaths. I don't believe that we had one at the time that we, Correct. Uh, we did not film this. And so uh, what are some of your thoughts about what's going on? Uh, I know ICCFA so far is continuing forward. Yes. Yes. That was, I mean, that, that's been the big question, I think, in the death care space is really, there. it's kind of twofold. How do we handle it? Which I think it's pretty cut and dry. CDC's put out some some information. NFDA has updated. ICCFA has updated membership on, you know, how to handle a, a body that that is deceased because of coronavirus. But ICCFA is, was the other big question. You know, how's the show going to unfold? We see a lot of, you know, a lot of the big conferences I follow from a tech and social media realm um, have canceled. And South South by Southwest. Is still going on. One of the biggest tech conferences in, in Austin, Texas. However, Google, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, all the big companies have pulled out of that. So a, a lot of unknowns, but ICCFA did put out an email message on Wednesday that the show was going on as advertised. Nothing was changing. They were working with CDC to take all the measurements that they need to take to Make sure they have the right hand sanitizers and and you know make it as safe as an environment as as they can. A lot of the Chinese companies um, that typically exhibit will not be there uh, because of coronavirus. So that'll be interesting to to see how that affects the show. But um, still moving forward, and and it's going to happen. I I mean, I don't know if uh, we we've seen more cases in the United States, but I think that we've also seen kind of the flip side of the influenza numbers. Uh, at scale in the U.S. versus, you know, coronavirus. And it seems to me if you're healthy as is, 
then then this isn't as big of an issue. Um, you know, it, it's typically where we're seeing the deaths is with people that have other sicknesses or ailments, um, which is why we see deaths with influenza and, and any type of, of sickness. Uh, That's true. And I, I don't at all, and, and I don't think that you certainly aren't either downplaying this is important. No, In fact, um, I would like, if you're a funeral professional that has dealt directly with a uh, coronavirus death, how about reach out to us and tell us your techniques and things that you're doing. That's important for our business. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, FNers, if you know somebody that's dealing with this directly, please reach out to us so that we can help the rest of our uh, listeners and the profession overall. Uh, one of the things you spoke of ICCFA, hey, Jay Dodds, we need to get you on here. Right. So uh, we're looking for you to come on. We'll connect up with him in a few weeks because uh, we're probably, what, about four weeks away? Yeah. Not even that uh, now. End of the month. What's today is the 6th, and the show kicks off on March 30th maybe something like that yeah, yeah. so yeah. 24 I, days I just away. have to look at flights and see which one lands in San Antonio <laughs> that's right that's right we just got to get there that's it well look uh, we also have our friends from Plotbox that are sponsors yes. now yes yes um, I'm certain they'll be there and if you're not using Plotbox for your cemetery software you really need to take a look at it uh, they are fantastic people their technology is outstanding and uh, we look forward to seeing them in San Antonio as well. Yeah, and if you missed episode 181 of the FN Show, please go back and watch it. It was 180 or 181 with uh, uh, Leona and, and, and her husband from Plotbox. So go check it out. And, and see yeah, Sean. Sean. Sean and Leona. Dang. Sorry, Sean. Sorry, Sean. Yeah, well, you're getting old, bro. I, I understand. Am, that, I am. Bro. Gray hair is popping up everywhere. <laughs> yeah. As long Probably as I'm a silver you. fox like you, I'll be extremely happy. Dude, you know, I'll be a silver goat, whatever it takes, as long as it doesn't turn loose. Well, look, let's go ahead and uh, roll our interview with Matt Bailey and uh, his efforts. Five, four, three, two, one. Matt Bailey, welcome to the Funeral Nation show, man. We are so glad to have you on here. Great. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, you are a celebrity and you're friends of ours, but maybe not everybody knows you. Will you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your business? Sure. I'm, uh, I'm a fourth generation uh, funeral director and embalmer uh, here in Connecticut. Um, we've got a, a few locations throughout the state. Um, I also do a little bit of work with some trainings for associations and state groups, things like that. I do uh, the celebrant certification program uh, along with my great friends from Insight um, and also just do some other dog and pony shows for some people that occasionally think I have something worthwhile saying. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, you know, you're one of the progressive guys out here that is working to improve our business. And that's one of the reasons Ryan, I wanted to have you here. Would you mind sharing what's going on up there in Connecticut right now? No, not at all. So we are uh, currently one of the two States left in the nation that still has on the books uh, in writing restrictions on our ability as funeral professionals, uh, to have food and beverages served in our funeral homes. So currently in Connecticut, we have um, legislation which uh, was introduced earlier this year. Uh, some of us sat down with the leadership of the Public Health Committee uh, and discussed the restriction, shared what the other 48 states do, and thought it was important that our families here in Connecticut also have the option to introduce some form of uh, food and beverages uh, into the course of the experience they have with funeral homes. So wow. the legislation that was um, 
put out by the Public Health Committee uh, says that uh, non-alcoholic beverages in catered food would be what would be acceptable. So it's all prepared off-site by professionals and properly prepared kitchens uh, and brought into our facilities. So, and that might mean different things for everybody. I mean, it, it could be something as simple as iced tea and coffee and mm -hmm. cookies uh, and cheese and crackers. It might go a little bit more elaborate for wraps and things like that. Um, you know, we're in New England, so a lot of our facilities aren't made for giant banquet halls. The, the idea of a roast beef carving station is probably not what we're gonna be seeing uh, at a lot, of our, a lot of our facilities. But we're also very regional and we have people, when you have a wake or a visitation, you just walk through your parking lot and you look at the license plates and we have people from New Jersey and New York and Rhode Island and Massachusetts and Vermont and New Hampshire uh, who are driving in. And a lot of times our client families want to be able to provide something for them if they're going to be sitting there for four hours. So um, even if it's just a, a snack or a bite to eat. As it is now, our families can't even just have a little tray of sandwiches they have only for themselves in a private room. Wow. Uh, it's... <laughs> It's uh, a little, a little backwards, I think. Um, oh, absolutely. Not, what? Not, not everyone does. <laughs> I, I want to ask what what's the what's the flip side? Like, why why would someone not want this to be able to take place? Sure. Um, the, there's been a couple of arguments that I've heard, um, and I don't necessarily find you know great merit behind them. Um, the one, I think, and the biggest objection that isn't often spoken, at least when we're testifying before the legislature and, and submitting our testimony, is the need uh, to, or, or the, the risk that, that, that something might happen to our facilities, that someone might, you know, spill sauce on the floor or spill the cup of coffee on the floor. Um, my good friend Mark Krause in, in Wisconsin has an expression that God forbid we wear the place out because people are actually using it. <laughs> so, you know, if, if we have to have a carpet cleaner come in, um, I personally think it's worth doing that. If someone else doesn't think it's worth doing it, there's nothing in the legislation that would require them to offer and allow or, or, or be forced to have people have food and beverages in their facilities. They're entirely within their right not to do that. Yeah. Um, so that's one argument that, you know, I think falls away because again, they have a choice. Um, one of the other arguments has been, um, well, there's a, there's a bunch of them and, and some are just, I think, crazy. I mean, I hear about, you know, rats are going to come in and eat the bodies. Um, <laughs> and I think that's just something that when you hear that right off the bat, you know, it's, it's designed to scare, it's designed yeah. to create an image. And I don't think we have 48 other states um, around the country where rodents are, um, you know, causing such dire. Yeah, big issue, right? Um, well, one of the problems you said with spilling food or a beverage on the carpet, all it's going to do is hit that mauve colored coffee <laughs> and cause somebody maybe to replace it. You're right. Um, You're right. Obviously the big piece of it I would see is uh, a competitive advantage where those like yourself who are really truly wanting to serve families and be progressive to be what families need for you at their time of need. And those were like, ah, you know, let's keep doing the same old thing. Correct. And, and I think that is um, a real argument that is out there as well that we've heard. But again, that's just not how we do business in any other way. I mean, someone might think it is a pain to have to scan a hundred framed photos that a family brings in for a tribute video, and they may not want to do it, but we don't go to the legislature and change the law right. in such a way that we outlaw 
tribute videos in our funeral homes. Um, right. And it's, it's just the same way. I mean, I, I get that we may have different perspectives um, and want different things, but my perspective is not going to prohibit other people from operating their business as they want. Uh, theirs um, is prohibiting mine. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the greatest point. You don't have to provide this for your families, but those who do should be afforded the ability to do so. I agree. So, uh, you have a, uh, a petition that we're going to help you with for Funeral Nation that will come out. Um, it'll be attached and we'll actually sh um, show a way to get there with a link. Yeah. So uh, we're asking our FN Nation to come together and uh, support you because, I mean, if you look at it, 48 states are there. Um, it doesn't make any cognitive, you mentioned Mark Krause, other guys like Jason Smith down in South Carolina, or excuse me, excuse me, Jason, down in Tennessee, that, I mean, it's part of the funeral ritual. Why would mm -hmm. we want to take that away? And if you have the ability to serve those families, why not do so? Yeah. And as I've traveled the country and been able to, you know, visit other funeral homes, and I think that's in reality, I think part of the, the problem, you know, where we are, you know, we're, it's regionalized. And I think a lot of uh, folks up here went to their mortuary science schools locally and they know people locally and it's how they've always known and seen things to be done. Um, but when you're exposed to the rest of the world uh, and see that not everything is done the same way in every part of the country, you come to realize that there are different ways of doing things and sometimes they might even be better. Um, and as I've gone around and um, people 10 years ago who are mentors that I looked up to that have become friends, as I began to be able to visit their facilities and see how they operate, um, we, we should be striving to do better, I think. And um, if we're going to keep our profession as something that we're proud of and that's going to be around and going to be relevant in a very changing world, uh, we have to be willing to adapt and we have to be willing to change. Yeah. So this is bringing us kicking and screaming into the 20th century, not even the 21st century. Uh, <laughs> so in many ways, it's, it's, a, it's a major catch up that we are, we're trying to do. Um, but my hope is that, that we finally get there. And I know if we do, that within three years, uh, people will be looking back and it's not going to be a big deal. It wouldn't have been worth a fight. Yeah. And they're going to be glad uh, that we got them there. So No doubt. We're just serving the families better. Isn't that the goal? I think so. Um, and that was one of the things that I was, someone pushed back on and they, they said, they painted a picture of what it's going to look like. And, and I said, you know, honestly, it might require a little bit more work. Mm -hmm. But again, to quote my friend Mark, the, he has the PETA the, uh, theory, the pain in the you know what. And he says, if it's, if it is, we probably should be doing it. So um, that's kind of a benchmark of how we, we tend to look at a lot of these things. Sure. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. Right. Uh, but that does change the competitive edge. Mm -hmm. It does. Well, we appreciate you coming on and sharing your uh, your venture. And we're behind you here at Funeral Nation. So uh, when you see, sure, and hit that link when it comes out. And let's, let's make Connecticut progressive. That's right. You know? that's right. <laughs> find that funny that uh, uh, usually the Northeast is a little more progressive than others, but uh, it, it is. But Connecticut's also called the land of steady habits. So, you know, we, uh, <laughs> we, get, we get comfortable where we are and um, don't always like to change, but uh, the funeral nation right now is 48 States and we're hoping to bring one more of them to them. So that's right. Yeah. Let's do it, man. Thanks so much. Let's get it. Well, we appreciate you, Matt. Thanks for being on. And, uh, We'll, we'll push this forward and help you any way we can. Glad to talk to you guys. Thanks for having me.
You know what I love about Matt Jeff is he's he's not afraid to adapt, pivot, change, embrace. He's doing he's he's offering some cool things in his funeral home, and we were having some conversations off camera about some of the things that he's doing. And look, uh, I don't see the downside of offering food in a funeral home, and and I would imagine that a lot of the consumer in Connecticut doesn't even know that that's. Well, what illegal right now? Um, yeah. You just think yeah. it's common you sense that you can do it. Get busted for some nabs and peanuts Jeez, up there. I mean, crazy. come on, crazy. You know. So uh, hopefully, we want to help Matt with his efforts. And you know, and Matt, uh, it occurred to me when he was talking, he's the future in the face of our business. You know, yeah. he's one of the guys that I truly admire. That's very progressive. Um, you know, we've got guys like him and Mark Krause and uh, Jason Smith. They're just at the forefront of preserving the future. Look, you know, uh, interesting, Chuck Gallagher brought up something this week. I took a note that if we're not preserving that future now, writing pre-needs and getting the baby boomer groups to say, hey, this is what I want. I want an open bar. I want a party. And you leave it unsaid, then that next generation may not see the value whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But if we make it cool enough that, that funerals and death can be Fun. It can be memorable. It can be something that we we want to do when someone passes. We want to celebrate that life versus, you know, the old 45 minute servers roll out near the cemetery. So right. uh, we need to pay more attention to these guys out here. 100 percent. You said it well, sir. OK, so you'll be on the road next week. I will be finally not on the road. Uh, right. So that'll be a, a good change. You and I have been both on the road last three weeks. So. Uh, I look forward to connecting with you. We're going to try to get Jay Dodds on soon and uh, talk about ICCFA and some of the cool things that are happening this year. And, uh, man, you know, ICCFA is that kickoff to kind of convention season and when things really get booming in the space. So uh, it's always an exciting time of year. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Welcome back. Glad you're safe. Um, If you get a mask, we want to see it on, on the next show. I'm going to wear that one if I have to wear a mask <laughs> up there. Um, I love it. That'd be great getting on a plane, wouldn't it? I'm yes, sure it would. I'm sure that somebody would be falling behind me. Oh, they sure No, would. I'm a veteran. I'm a veteran. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You heard it here first. This is the place to get your news. Until next time, have a great effing week. Out here.